Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. <clears throat> Welcome to 2020. I don't know about you, but I am excited for the new year. I'm excited for that sort of artificial pivot point, right? Because really nothing changed day to day. It's just, it's like a birthday, right? Nothing really changed. Um, You know, a number shifted. But really, it's just another day. But it's a great time to sort of change or pivot and and, and it's it's a, a new beginning and it's artificial right but it's great for say setting goals right like you can set goals that go from march to march or something like that but a year gives you a clear start and end date and there are a lot of advantages to that right you can look over the past year and say oh man i haven't i haven't accomplished as much as i i wanted to or Man, what a great year. I'm so excited to do even better next year. Or maybe you had a terrible year and you're looking forward to sort of that artificial new start, new beginning. And I think the core of that is why, which is what we're going to talk about today, that you need to know your why. Um, because I think your why can really define pretty much everything you do in life. Uh, but specifically for songwriting, it can be a big help to you in many different ways as you're writing songs or wanting to do better with writing songs and wanting to write more songs and, and, and any concerns you might have with like this year, what you want to accomplish as a songwriter. Because this is songwriter theory. So in theory, you are a songwriter or you are hoping to become one, in which case even more welcome. Um, so this is influenced. This podcast is influenced by the incredible Start With Why and Find Your Why by Simon Sinek, who is brilliant and the man. Uh, so if you have not read those books, Start With Why and find your why, I highly encourage you to read them. They're sort of, um, they have a lean towards business, um, but but they're, they, even if you have no interest in business, they are very illuminating. And, and for me, um, uh, th- those books have changed my life in a way that basically no other book has um, for feeling like there's a purpose and for giving me clarity on what things I should do and what things I should not do and why that is. Um, so I highly recommend going to check those out. Um, they are awesome. I swear by them. And this is sort of a, a songwriter twist on those, on those books in a sense. Um, so if you have read those books, this won't just be review, really. Uh, and if you haven't read those books, it this this should uh, dive into at least a little bit of 
why it's important as a songwriter to figure out your why and knowing your why. Um, but regardless, if you have not read the book, I highly recommend reading the book even after listening to this because he goes, he really goes in deep to different, um, concepts and, and where it has been used well, having a clear why and where it's not been used well. And, and really if, if you end this podcast with like, I feel like I don't need to like, that's, that's just mumbo jumbo. Uh, I highly recommend reading those books because he will make a believer out of you and it will change your life. So regardless of whether you've read it or not, this podcast should be helpful. And if you do find this podcast helpful or you don't, I still recommend if you haven't go out and check out those awesome books by Simon Sinek. Or if you want a bridge version, I think he has a TED talk on Start With Why as well. So then it's just an hour and it's a video. Uh, I personally have read the audiobooks uh, twice. Highly recommend. So you need to know your why. And the first reason that I think you need to know your why is we all need a reason to do what we do. Right? Nobody likes, for example, if you go to your job every day and you don't particularly love your job and you feel like, oh, what am I even doing here? Right? Like, what's, what, why do I even do this? You know, I spend all day to do these different things that make a business more money for what? Like, what's, what's the point? Is it all about money? Like, that's empty, right? And, you know, I'll be honest, I, I definitely like money um, because I think, that um, having money is a large part of what can give somebody freedom uh, in this in this life, and um, you know, obviously, for eternal consequences, there money is worth nothing for that. Um, but I do believe that at least while we're on this earth. Money is definitely something that can help you achieve a certain level of freedom that you can't really achieve with anything else. So I'm not anti-money. Don't hear me say that because that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that money is not a good reason to do something. So, for example, if you are so deranged as to be getting into music and songwriting because you believe there is money there, uh, first of all, I congratulate you on getting to be this old. And still retaining such a level of optimism that it is clearly in the delusional realm. So congratulations. Um, which is not to say you can't make great money from music, right? Uh, but to expect to is uh, bad. And I really hope that's not your purpose. And I really hope that your purpose is also not to like become famous or anything empty like that. Because those are not real purposes. That is not a real why. Right. Like I'm doing something just to become famous. That's 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 empty. Right. That's the type of thing that once you achieve it, you'll be like, wow, this is not as great as I thought it was. So a reason that you need a real purpose. Is that it pushes us through difficulty. Right. So. If you're just doing this for fun. Right. If that's what you, your answer would have been before. Right. I just songwrite because it's fun. The issue with that is everything at some point is no longer fun, right? Like I love personally to write songs and I would also say I really enjoy recording songs um, to the point that uh, I think playing live is a bunch of fun. 
Uh, but there's something really cool to me about creating a recording where like this song in its perfect perfected or perfect in quotes state, right? Cause you edit it and you do all this stuff to, to really make this like, this is the quintessential version of this song I wrote that's permanently online for somebody to listen to and hear the, the ideal version of my song, right? Now, of course, that's not taking into account how good of a mixer you might be or stuff like that. But for the most part, right, you get to take the time, record it, record it the way you want it to be. And there's a permanent record of that, unlike a live, right? With live, there's going to be some mistakes in there probably, even if they're really small or subtle. And, you know, you might not have all the different instruments you want and the levels might not be quite right. So with a recording, you have the opportunity to make it exactly how you want it. So even as somebody who says I really enjoy that, which is true, I hate editing. I hate it. I enjoy mixing because it's like from hour zero to hour two or three, your song goes from like muddy sounding and feeling like uh, sounds super amateur. It can go from that to sounding very professional within like two hours, which is really exciting. Very cool. And it's a fun process to me. Um, you know, it has some challenges for sure, but for the most part, it's enjoyable, but editing, you know, going through a whole take and fixing all the little, the little rhythm errors and, you know, comping together different takes. Like if you have a guitar solo and the first 10 seconds of one take is the best, but then the next two seconds of the next take is better. And then take five has the next 30 seconds that are better, but you get to swap out one note because you hit the wrong note. So you get to swap that out with another take. Like all that stuff is just time consuming and it sucks. It just sucks. It's not fun. It takes way too long. Um, and it's just no fun. And even with songwriting, that's going to happen, right? Because it's fun when you first start a song and the inspiration is flowing. But when there's just that verse that just isn't working, it's just, it's just, you just can't get it right. Or if you have a melody you really love and you enjoy playing it over and over, but you just can't figure out a lyric for it. Or if you have a great melody, but you can't figure out the right chords for it. Like there are times that songwriting is just not that fun. It's just isn't always fun. Even as somebody who loves songwriting, it is not always fun. And even if to you so far, it's just fun, there will come a point where it's not. And having a purpose to your songwriting is what helps push you through that, right? So when I have difficulties with songwriting or recording or any of that thing, my purpose is what helps me to sit down and do it anyway. Because there's a bigger purpose. And that bigger purpose isn't something empty or stupid like, oh, I want to get money or I want to be famous. or No, no, no. Like there's a real purpose, which is if there's, if anybody, if even one person hears this song and it helps them through a difficult time, it helps them feel less alone. You know, it, it, it gives them a sense of belonging when they feel like no one understands them then this is all worth it right so that's that's like my purpose behind songwriting and that may change slightly uh per song but for the most part um what really moves me and when i think of the times and and the things that were really special to me you know 
after, you know, having my heart broken, listening to the song I'm Not Alright by Sanctus Real like 30 times in a row. I just put on loop in the car while I'm like crying going home. Right? Like, like, and how much that song meant to me to get me through that time. You know, that somebody else had, had gone through something where they're just thinking, I'm just, I'm not all right. You know, not everything is okay. Um, or the song I'm Still Here by Vertical Horizon got me through like years of my life. Um, because of the, how much I could relate to that feeling of you've left and I'm still here. You know, I, I'm, I'm not over it. I'm not, I didn't leave you. I wouldn't have left you, but, um, you're gone. Um, so, and, and, you know, there's tons of other songs too that have done that. But like, if, if my, if any of my songs or whichever song I'm working on now can, can have that effect on just one person, that is enough for me. Not that I don't want more. Um, but that gives me a reason to keep going, even when it's not fun. Is that purpose, that bigger purpose behind the music. And in his book, Simon Sinek makes the, the argument that to connect with other people and to motivate them into action. Um, I just got a text, which distracted me because it made a little sound on my computer. Let me uh, close that out. Um, he makes the argument that you can either manipulate people or inspire people. And manipulation is like, you know, reducing the price on something. You know, uh, so like a lot of the phone companies, right? will manipulate you by like four free iPhones when you sign up, right? They're just playing this price war with each other. And there's no like bigger purpose to you choosing one company over the other. They, they don't give you this bigger purpose. They just say, oh, we're going to give you more stuff than the next guy, right? That doesn't make you loyal to that company, right? Because the next time you're just going to buy the cell phone from the company that had a better deal that, at that time. Inspiration though, is having a purpose. Inspiration ma makes you loyal. Like, regardless of what you think of Apple, which I have a love-hate relationship with Apple personally, I use PCs. I'm on a PC right now as I'm recording this. Um, I respect a lot of things about Apple, but I also hate a lot of things about Apple. So, But regardless of, of what you think, in my case, you know, I do hate a lot about them. But something I really admire is their ability to sort of inspire people to something bigger. Like they, the amount of things that they have helped revolutionize, like even with, with iTunes, right? The, the understanding that people didn't buy albums anymore. They wanted just individual songs. So they made iTunes, which helped make that readily available to people. And it worked seamlessly with their product, right? So Regardless of what you think of, of Apple, like th there's a clear purpose, right? To move technology forward, to make things intuitive, um, to, to make things easier to use. And, and that purpose allows them to dabble in different industries, right? Like Apple TV, that, you know, with TV stuff and, and music stuff. And nobody questions that. If, if Microsoft all of a sudden made a TV kind of thing, people would be like, what? What, what, what are you up to? Right. Which is, it, it, and it's the same thing or it feels like the same thing. Right. Two computer companies uh, that are getting into TV or streaming stuff or 
you know, Apple Music, a subscription service. If Microsoft did that, people would be like, what's up? And the reason that people buy it when and, – and Simon Sinek makes a much better argument with all this than, than I do because just read the book. But, um, but Apple has been able to position itself as sort of just a company that – like they even renamed from Apple Computers to, to Apple uh, because their purpose is bigger than just computers. They're not a computer company. They're a moving technology forward company, if you will, making the world a better place kind of company, even if I kind of hate them in a lot of ways. But anyway, um, and that, that purpose uh, is what inspires people. So if you have a purpose behind your music, that's more likely to inspire people. Whereas you, and, and to me, the big difference here is when you write a song with manipulation in mind, that's how preachy comes out, right? Because the interesting thing to think about is every song Every show, every movie has a message usually, right? There's always a message. But some we, we look at, we listen to, we watch, and we think, wow, how preachy, right? And we hate it. We don't like it. And then other things, we're like, wow, that was really good. And you, we don't think how preachy it was. Is the difference that one has a message and one doesn't and having a message is preachy? No. The difference is one felt shoehorned and forced in there, right? They're trying to manipulate you. They're trying to subvert your expectations in a way just to make you feel a certain way. And you can just feel that that was their intent, that they're manipulating you. But if they just inspire you, they just tell a great story that has a message. There's a difference between a story that happens to have a powerful message and and hitting you over the face with something, right, with 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 manipulating you in some way. And that's the difference between preachy and just having a message because all art has a message and you want to have a message to some extent. Um, but when you start with a story worth telling that just happens to have a message, right? If you, if you happen to have a purpose that just sort of is innate within what you choose to do, that can inspire people. That feels genuine, right? Everybody wants real, genuine. The whole thing with NF, right, is his whole thing is real. And that's why I think he's shot to great popularity really fast because – even I, I, I don't generally like rap, but I love NF. I really do because he feels so real to me. Like he's, he's not afraid to say things and not in like a, oh, I'm so edgy way. Just in like a, you can tell he's just honest, right? If he's breaking down, if he's, whatever he's struggling with, he's going to be really honest about it. And that is what moves us, right? That's what, that's, he has this, this message of, and, and purpose within his music and it feels so real and that's what makes people love it especially long term otherwise right the newest Katy Perry single or Taylor Swift single single that you just think oh wow how catchy whatever like that's not gonna in in 10 months right you're gonna be like oh yeah I forgot about that song but if there's a song that has this this it moves you Right. That's the type of song that you're going to always remember. Like I just mentioned, you know, I, I'm not all right and, and I'm still here like that. Those kind of things will be cemented in my soul forever because of what they were able to do for me, how they inspired me, how they moved and um, moved me to feel less isolated and alone 
and in that way to sort of feel better. Um, and that's a reason to have a purpose because if you have a purpose, your purpose will just come out within your music and you'll, you'll have these great stories that you're telling through your music or the, and, and great messages without forcing it, without sitting down and being like, how can I preach at people that like, we should love everybody equally. Like how boring. And everybody sees through that, right? Like there's a recent Taylor Swift song that just was so just preachy. And somehow she like had the audacity to compare like the stuff she went through with what like people who actually have suffered went through. I don't remember what it was exactly. I just remember thinking, wow, this is so full of yourself and feels so on purpose just to make noise in the music industry. Anyway, not to hate on Taylor Swift. Yeah, as much as I love hating on Taylor Swift. Um, but everybody or lots of people can see through the difference between preachy and then just being real. And they both have a message, but being real, which comes from having a real purpose underneath what you do, um, is what inspires people, what makes people care. And having a purpose too will, will give you a reason and, and sort of a, a tangible way, way to look at why you care about your music, right? Like, why do I care about my own music? Like, what does it matter? The reason I care, right, is that it has, that I have a purpose. There's something bigger I'm trying to do. And, and, and music is just, um, the carrier of that, right? It's just, it's just my method to my why, Right. There's other things I could do that would help people feel less isolated, that would help people get through a hard time, that would help people feel less alone in whatever struggle they're going through. There are other ways to do that. Right. I could write a novel. I could write, um, you know, uh, photography. You could do photography. You could I could make videos, which, by the way, I'm, I am going to be making videos that are not related to that. But um but, uh, you know what? I'll tell you about that later. It's another project I'm working on. But, um, you know, it, it gives you a reason to care about your music just beyond, like, I wrote it, I like it, so I care about it, right? If it's really a piece of you that has this bigger purpose, and even if that song isn't exactly, uh, you know, talking about your purpose in any way, right? It's still, there's still some purpose beneath why it is you want to make music beyond like, oh, I want to make money or I want to be famous or I want to show off for that one girl or guy or whatever. Like that's all empty and fleeting. But if you have a real purpose beneath like why it is you feel the need to write music, you just must write music, that helps you to care about your own music long term and not just have this be a fad that, well, I tried songwriting for a year and uh, it was fun and, you know, I did a couple and that's cool and now I'm moving on, right? And then it, it, it gives you a reason to know that you, why you make your music. Like, why do you make your music? Because it's fun, because I enjoy it. That's all empty. Who cares, right? There's lots of things that are fun. You know what else is fun and easier? Watching Netflix, Playing video games, if you like playing video games. I personally have learned to just hate playing video games. I can't do it for more than 10 minutes without wanting to blow my brains out. 
Um, but that's just me, right? Like lots of people enjoy video games or why not just, you know, go outside and, and, and play tennis for hours or volleyball. I, I love some, some good sand volleyball. If you have a competent team, cause one bad player on a volleyball team can ruin the whole thing. Especially if the other team just picks on that one person. Like, there's nothing you can do except steal the ball. But anyway, um, and if you care about your music, if you have a bigger purpose, that gives other people a reason to believe in and care about your music too because they may relate to that that purpose. They may relate to, to the innate um, reasoning and purpose behind the music you're making. Right. Like, why do people why are people flocking to NF so much? Um, And, you know, it it tends to be a certain group of people, other people who have struggles and just want somebody to be transparent about their struggles so that they can relate to that person and know, hey, I'm not alone in this struggle. You know, I'm struggling. This guy's struggling. You know, let's you know, and and we want to beat that struggle. Um. But like the, the, just the, the realness of it um, makes makes people care because they can relate and they can tell. They can tell that it's real coming from him um, as compared to maybe some other artists where like they have one song about like getting it on and the next song is about, you know, something, I don't know murder or something horrible and then the next song is like about inspiring you to like be a better person like that's obviously not genuine right like you just talked about murdering someone and getting it on and in a really inappropriate way or whatever and now you're like oh let's be better people like that's not genuine now you're just writing songs to get on get on the you know get on the charts or something and that nobody should care about that right there's no bigger purpose there there's no there's no important there's no importantness to that. And another reason knowing your why is so important is that it can help you make creative decisions. So for me, I want to be able to reach people of all ages, and I definitely want the music I have to be able to um, be positive inspiration and positive towards many groups of people. So that helps me in my decision, for example, and none of my songs will I have any form of swear word. And, you know, um, technically my, my feeling on swearing is, is fairly, um, I don't want to say laissez-faire, but, um, to me, uh, there, there are certain things that I believe are wrong uh, but certain words that we just consider swear words culturally, I think it's it's the intent that is wrong, right? Like if I tell you to go screw yourself and I'm serious, I think that's worse than joking with you, go another word yourself, right? Uh, and that, that's just my personal uh, feeling on it, that I don't think like an F-bomb has something inherently wrong with the word. Uh, it's how it's used that matters. Um, but beyond all that, my point is, despite being a Christian, I'm not, I do not have a, a hardcore, like, oh, the D word's bad. Like, I mean, it depends. How, how are you using it? Right. It's the heart of, of, of what you're trying to do that I believe is, is right or wrong. And I could get into a whole theological 
thing on that. But many of you are not going to care about that, so I'm not going to do that. Don't worry. My point is that despite the fact that in, in my personal life, I don't necessarily have a problem with like a swear word in quotation marks, um, I decide in my music and in this podcast for that matter, right, to not swear. That's just a determ- determination I've had for my life and for what I do that I want it to be. I don't want it. I don't want to write a song where if there's, you know, a 12 year old who might be going through a lot, maybe they have like an abusive parent or something, because I can't think of that many other things a 12 year old is going through. <laughs> like, I don't know. Bullying, I guess, would be another thing. But, um, you know, I, I don't want the parent listening to my song to be like, oh, got to shut it off because I just, you know, said something inappropriate for that 12-year-old to listen to, right? So because I have this bigger purpose of, of helping people feel less alone and all people, that helps me determine and make the decision, the songwriting decision, the creative decision, the podcast decision not to swear, right? Um, so is, is there sort of a, because your song is going to project a message that you want people to get. So you want to, um, make creative decisions that are in line with your purpose. And if you don't have a purpose, then you're just sort of all over the place. Uh, whereas when you do have a purpose, it sort of can help you make certain decisions creatively. Like, for example, I don't confine myself to many, like, music uh, or conventional rules, right? So, for example, I talk about the finale a lot, right? Like, I personally am a huge fan of, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, finale, or bridge finale, or maybe another chorus and then finale, um, which is very unconventional. It's not used very often. The best example I can think of that I would consider that, um, that you would know is like, don't stop believing, right? The, the main part, don't stop believing is at the very end of the song and the highlight of the song doesn't come until the end. And then that's the end of the song. Um, and it does repeat a lot at the end of the song, but, but for the most part, like the, it's, it's a slow grow all the way up to the highlight that's right at the end. And then the song ends. I personally love a similar formula to that, which is not super conventional. Um, but another convention, right, is that songs should normally not be much more than four minutes long, right? For your average listener, they want a song to be three to four and a half minutes, somewhere in there, right? Usually songs aren't going to be too short um, for people to listen to, but they might be too long. So because of that, and because I want to reach more people, right, I don't want how long the song is to be a barrier of entry for people to be impacted by my music. I tend to write songs that are in around the four minute mark, which is not to say I won't, I'm not willing to, and I haven't recorded songs that are like six minutes or more, but I don't want all my songs to be like 10 minutes long because that's going to reduce the amount of people that can be impacted by my music. Cause they're just going to look at the timestamp on that song, 10 minutes and be like, Ugh, I don't have that kind of time, right? 10 minutes on one song. And there are other reasons that I don't write 10-minute songs, for sure, because I think um, 
usually to have a 10 minute song, unless you're writing an unbelievable amount of lyrics, you just have to like have solos that go on and on and on. I, I, I personally can't stand that kind of stuff on an album. Um, I think the longest song I've ever heard or listened to that I think is a really great song and doesn't just go on with solos that are kind of pointless and showing off for no reason, like is probably seven minutes. Um, uh, Vertical Horizon has some really great six to seven minute songs that just hit me where I live. But anyway, the point is having a purpose can help you make some of these creative decisions. And, you know, I don't know what your purpose is, but if you think about why, why it is that it's important for you to write songs, why it is you want more people to hear your songs, what the heart of what you're trying to do is, that can help you make some creative decisions that affect your songwriting, which can help give you sort of parameters to work with. Like, okay, I don't want to write too many songs that are 10 minutes long, or, you know, I, I decide not to swear, or I decide to swear, or I decide, you know, this word is appropriate and this one's not, or I decide that I'm not going to write songs about sexual stuff, or I'm going to, or, you know, I'm, I'm not going to write songs about X or Y. Um, and having a purpose can help you make some of these creative decisions. So as we're getting into this new year, my challenge to you is, first of all, read those two books. Start with why, find your why. They're fantastic. Or listen to Simon Sinek's TED Talk about it, uh, which I actually have not watched. But I hear it's like a condensed version of Start With Why, um, which I have read twice. Uh, shows how much I love it. And by read, I mean listen to the audiobook. But anyway, I highly recommend reading those or listening to those. Uh, or at the very least, go check out the TED Talk. Simon Sinek is brilliant. And make the decision that this year you're going to figure out what your purpose is, what your bigger reason to needing to write songs. And even if that bigger reason is to just help yourself deal with depression or help yourself to, like it doesn't even need to be like a just just cause, as he calls it, uh, for, for other people. It doesn't even have to be that, right? Your purpose can be many different things, although making money for yourself would not be a valid one. Um especially because there's a million better ways to do that other than songwriting. So I highly doubt that is yours. If it is, quit now. Call it a day. You're done. Um, that and we don't need more songwriters who simply want to make money because that is how you get more crappy pop songs that are all the same and are now even boring, which to me is the biggest sin of pop music. Like if you have a pop song, right, you have one rule basically. Be catchy. Because your lyrics probably are terrible, meaningless, and cookie-cutter. Your music is probably cookie-cutter. Your one job is to be catchy. If you can't even be catchy, what is what is even the point? How can you suck at your one job? Anyway, soapbox. But this year is when to decide to figure out your greater purpose in songwriting. Again, not to be preachy. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants preachy music. I hate that. I hate preachy music, movies. I hate all of that. Um, 
which is why even as a Christian, I tend to hate Christian movies and Christian music, partially because most of those things are really preachy and over the top. And you can tell it's not like out of this greater purpose, the way say NF's music is, he's a Christian, but he, he wants to just write real music that impacts people and shows he's not perfect and shows he struggles with stuff, right? Or I'm not all right by Sanctus Real, they're a Christian band, but that, that song made me respect them a lot. It's not just a, everything's okay. Cause Jesus loves me. Like, come on, that's not reality. Like the reality is you're going to have tough days regardless of your faith, right? Like, like, um, so anyway, so that's why, like you can see through preachy. And even if I agree with some, what something is preaching, if it's preachy, I still hate it, I guess is, is the point I'm trying to make. And because we can see through it, right? We see that ugh, you're just preaching something like, no, nobody wants that. Just tell me a story that genuinely moves me. And then the, the great part, right, is I can resent things that are preachy that I agree with. And yet I still sometimes like things that have a message that is actually not something I believe in. But I still will respect and enjoy it because I don't feel it's preachy. If I feel like it's a genuine story that they felt must be told and they're not trying to just preach at me and they have a purpose, even if I don't agree with their conclusions, I'm still going to respect that and like that more. So make that decision for yourself that this year you're going to have that purpose. You're going to have the underlying reason to keep going even when the road gets tough because the road's going to get tough. Songwriting is never as quick as you want it to be. It's never as easy as you want it to be. And there are roadblocks for anything creative. It's never as easy as it seems. Um, And you're not going to be able to fight through that if you don't have this greater sense of purpose and a why, a why you do what you do. On that note, I just want to re-remind you that I have some free guides out there. And I have one at songwritertheory.com slash free guide, all one word, that will help you with your songwriting journey. So if you are just finding this podcast because your New Year's resolution is to learn to songwrite, your New Year's resolution is to go back to songwriting, or your New Year's resolution is just to get better at songwriting, go check that out, songwritertheory.com slash free guide for a free guide on how to start with songwriting and some different um, some different ways that you can begin writing a song. I give you 10 different ways to start. Three that are, or sorry, five that are more lyrics-based and five that are more music-based. So, you know, how to start writing a song with chords, how to start writing a song... Um, you know, with a, with a melody or a hook or a bass line or stuff like that. Um, and I think it's really helpful whether you're a veteran songwriter or be, or a beginner. Um, so go check that out. Totally free. My gift to you as a thank you for listening to this podcast as a thank, as a thank you for all of you who have been following for a long time or just starting, I appreciate you, and 
uh, songwritertheory.com slash free guide, you can get a great guide to start writing songs. And as you know, this podcast comes out every week. Sometimes uh, it's, it should be every Monday, but uh, once in a while, if I'm on vacation or something, it may be a little late. Uh, but I'm going to get better at that this year. Uh, but these podcasts largely come out every week. So I will talk to you next week. Week.